Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Slizzy. And I told y'all last episode, I am welcome to have a new host that will be hosting podcast segments with me. Whenever he gets a chance, I would like for you to introduce yourself, my brother. Hey, hey, hey. How you going there, Slizzy? It's Mookie Mitchell here, bro. <laughs> hey, Mookie Mitchell, man. What's up, brother? I'm excited. Yeah. To have you join me on State of the New York Knicks podcast, I'm extremely excited. I got a few very honestly. I want you to tell the people about yourself real quick, and I would like for you, I would like for people to know how did you become a Knicks fan? All right, no worries, bro. Well, I'm uh, from the land down under, as you could probably tell by the accent. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I've got a, got a lot of family members over in the States, uh, quite a few in New York, quite a few in Boston and that. Um, my, my dad, he, he's actually uh, uh, was American himself, uh, as you mm. know, and he was uh, into the uh, Boston Celtics. <laughs> so we always had a, had a good back and forth going. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, most of my family, of course, uh, apart from himself, we've always been into the Knicks and uh, – I, I got right into him when I was younger, um, yeah. called Patrick Ewing back in the 90s. Oh, yes, and yes. Absolutely loved that team back in the day, Patrick Ewing, John Starks, you know. Oh, man. It, it's, it's funny, Anthony Mason, God rest his soul, passed away in my, at, at my hospital, NYU, so God rest his soul. But, yeah, oh, man, yeah. It's, it, all right. We got a lot of things to get into today. Would you want to start off with us talking about the roster for a little bit, or do you want to go directly into the top, your top, our top five draft draft prospects? Um, yeah, I'd like to get into the draft picks uh, off, off straight off the bat, if that's all right. All right, all right. So, um, I guess you could go first. I guess because I'm really interested. And your five, because I, I know at least three of those guys or four of them is going to be different from mine. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, at the top of the draft, as we all know, we've uh, we've got Zion Williamson. Oh, and, yes. uh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, you, just, you just can't go past that, bro- brother, you know. Like, I've been – I watched quite a few of the games this year. Yeah. Um Obviously, he, he's just come back from, from uh, that little niggling injury that he got when his shoe blew out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I, I don't think – I mean, I, I don't think I've seen such a dominant force. And, and I'll even go as far as to say, I mean, he, the size of – pure size of this man, who should technically, when you look at him, should be an NFL linebacker. Bruh. Uh, NFL tight end, bruh. Or tight end, yeah, yeah. Gronkowski was six. What was he? Six seven two eighty. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh my Jesus! <laughs> I mean, I mean, I remember LeBron back in college, and I mean, he 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 was you know he was decent size, and I mean, you look at him now compared to your stereotypical basketballer, and even he himself is not built like a stereotypical. Basketball. No, he's not. He's not. I agree. This kid Zion, who 
I'm just I'm just going to put this out there. I wouldn't be like to be the person standing in front of him, him running at full pace oh, and no. jumping through like Jordan. Yeah, I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> I agree with you. All um, he's, yeah, he's going to put a lot of people on their butts. Like, he, let me he, ask you a question before you continue. What is the what is his the tribute that you like the most about him? Like one, if if it's if it's one specific thing you like, for me, it's it's the energy. His his energy alone. But what is it? Yeah. To you? I'd I'd have to agree with you on that. Um. Just his pure energy. Um, I, I think you can see a, a bit of that killer instinct in him that that Jordan and 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 Kobe had. Like he he just wants to go out there and and win and 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 destroy people, so to speak. Like Jordan, Jordan when he hopped on that court, he didn't just want to beat you. He wanted to destroy yeah. you mentally. You know. Yes. And um, I, I can see a bit of that uh, in Zion. Um, you know, he, he comes out there with that with that burst of energy, uh, and, um, plays hard all game. Like he just all just game. does not know how to give it. Oh, oh man, all game, straight energy. Continue. Yeah, and 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 the good thing is when you watch them, him and him and RJ Barrett, they just bounce off each other. Like they just both their energies. I think go two and two together, so to speak, on that basketball court. Um, they, they tend to complement each other very well. Uh, they tend to get the, the rest of the team all psyched up, ready to go, pumped up. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I mean, I've, I've seen them both yelling at each other in games. Um, you know, I mean, they've taken a page out of Tom Brady's book with the whole, let's go, you yeah. know. so energy, man, energy. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. When, when you see the current Knicks right now, you, you see Kevin Knox. He'll give it to you here and there. I love Kevin Knox. Don't get me wrong. That's my golden child. That I will defend yeah. Kevin Knox until the day I die, as long as he's in Oh, the- I'm with you on that. <laughs> but- I'm with you on that. But, uh, purely because, um, and, and I mean, you, you explain this to people. Or I've explained this to people. And that um, anyone who knows basketball, I mean, he, he, they've got to know he's just a kid. He's only, he's only 19. 19. He's just a rookie. Um, you know, and, and in your rookie season, you're not expected to be, you know, the greatest thing on earth when, when it doesn't matter what sport you're playing, you, you know, that's your rookie season. So you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs. It's going to be a roller coaster. Um, he's actually, I, I got to agree with um, something you said the other day. He's actually averaging more points in his rookie season than guys like Paul George. Uh, Gianna. It's funny. He, Paul George averaged 7.8 points per game. Giannis averaged yeah. 6.9 points per game. Kawhi averaged 7.8 points per game. It, you get what I'm saying? And all three of those yeah. dudes shot low percentage from three. I got something else for you, too. Brandon Ingram is an example, right? Brandon Ingram, rookie yeah. year, you know he averaged less than Kevin Knox, averaged less rebounds than Kevin Knox, and he shot a lower percentage from three than Kevin Knox. So it's just certain things that – bothers me when people just criticize Kevin Knox. It's, it's, it's just certain things that just bothers me. But what he what he do that I hate, he he tends to float around the court too much. Yes, and a guy yes. like Zion, you inject Zion with Kevin Knox. It's going to motivate Kevin Knox even more. You got big money Mitch. Oh my God, I love the guy. You got money Mitch in the uh, middle. And you, you, you fill pieces around that. 
And I, I, I think personally, I think we both probably agree Zion will probably be the best fit for this roster after trading the snake. I don't even want to mention his name. The trading that guy. And we got Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, and Wesley Matthews. I feel like the floor yeah. is the biggest need. And I feel like Zion will usher in the age of new prototypical fours. Kind of like how Draymond Green did it, but I think it's just even further what Draymond Green could do. But um oh, I, yeah. but yeah, we definitely both agree. Number one is Zion. So I'm I don't even want to explain Zion to the people. Like you you just explained it. I, oh my God. The guy's averaging 28 29, no, 28 and 8 since he busted his foot out of his shoe. And he looks even better. The guy's shooting 74% from the field. And he's shooting 47% from three since since he came back from injury. This, uh, If you're the GM and you trade that number one pick, or you're, if I was a GM and my, you know, the president, but whoever owns the team comes down and say, hey, I want you to trade the number one pick. I'm resigning that day, bro. I'm resigning. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm oh, resigning. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you would literally have to – you would have to have no brains, in my opinion, to, to trade a pick like him. That would be just like in the, in the day, like when, uh, when LeBron's draft, when everybody was looking at him, you know, he's going to be the next yeah. big thing. You would have to be an idiot to 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 trade that, and and don't get me wrong, I've I've seen plenty of people on on Nick's pages say, oh, what about let's trade Hell for AD? No. Now, don't get me wrong, I, I love no. it. Oh, I, bro, don't let me get a headache. But <laughs> but yeah. continue. But as good as AD yeah. is, as good as AD is, and I've said this many times, he he's very similar to Kyrie. They do have problems when it comes. To injury, plus the fact, yes, he's still young, but then Zion's younger, so you're going to get more years uh-huh. out of Zion than you would Davis. Um, I also think Zion, the way he's built, um, you know, a lot of people kick on. Oh, what about his knees? What about his knees? You know, his knee. Just looking at him from a build perspective, I mean, you know, he's been doing this for yeah. a while in, in high school. And that. I think his knees are going to hold up. I mean, he's going to come into the NBA. They're going to give him nutritionists oh, and that. Yeah. I mean, he, he, could pos- he could possibly get down to, what, 275 pounds. But, I mean, you probably won't get lighter than that, just purely based. He's, he's a very thick boy. He's a very broad across the shoulders. Um, he's got a very similar like body build to like a, a like a Zach Randolph like he's... yeah that, that's a good comparison now that I think about a Zach Randolph with just a stockier version he just a different type of yes I, I get where you going though I, I get where you going Zach Randolph was a big boy <laughs> he was a big boy great exactly yeah Oh yeah, for for such a big boy, and and that's the thing that, that that has blown me away with Zion is just the pure size of him and watching him fly through the air like Michael Jordan. Like I, I didn't think that was ever going to be possible <laughs> until this can, kid came can, on the scene. Can I ask you something? Is Zion Williamson yeah. the best college basketball player you've ever seen? 
Okay. Well, that's a, that's a good question. I mean, like I, I can go back to say, and I mean, you either like this guy I'm about to mention or you really hated this guy, and that was Christian Latner. <laughs> uh, Christian, Christian Latner, I mean, at college, damn. Yeah, he was a bad Zerl, guy. I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I think Zion, you know, with, with the traits that I've seen him show in college just alone and, and just envisioning in my mind of, what he could end up becoming in the NBA. I, I think he's the best college basketball player I have seen in, in quite some time. Oh, yeah. I, I, I give you this. I've been watching college basketball extensively for 10 years now. I'm, I'm 29. So for 10 years, I've never seen a guy who impacts the court, both sides of the ball, who wants to play defense at that age than Zion Williams. I, I've oh, never yeah. seen it. Mm. I've never seen it. But no, no. No, continue. Um, yeah, both ends of the core. Like that that's 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 what I've always loved. I mean, I I've always been one when it comes to basketball that loves two way players. I, I believe that if you can put in the energy as much energy, sorry, uh, on the offense as you will on the defense, that that to me is is just a beautiful player. I love seeing players that play both ways, as hard at one end as the other. Um, and, yeah, I have not seen anyone in college, uh, I have to agree with you, that uh, plays as hard as Zion both ends. And he just he just doesn't give up. He just doesn't give I think I think you've got the understanding too, and I've mentioned this to people before, I mean, you, you could have one hell of an offensive team whether that team can carry you all the way to the playoffs is another thing because I still believe even in today's league, you need defense to win that title. You need some type. You need a wing defender. You need a paint protector. At least one. And you need one guy who can switch off on four positions. Those three right now is what the Knicks is missing on that roster right now. Oh, yes. No. Yes. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I look at it as you could go out there and score 110 points, let's say, but if you're allowing the other team to score 110 points too, it's it's not looking good and you're not going to win that oh, game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, since we both agree who's number one, who's number two on your list? All right, number two. Oh, this, yeah. this is a tough one here because I've got – and, and that that I guess in my is your oh say that again sorry who you said so I would is your number two sorry yeah R J Barrett up people sorry people to the podcast broken up a little bit. Wait, Mr. Mitchell is back. Continue what you're saying, bro. Yeah, yeah. Got RJ Barrett, I would put as number two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> RJ Barrett, I mean, you know, again, like uh, I've been on many pages and I think it's up to each individual of, of who they like, RJ and, and Jamarant. But I think just at the moment, uh, from, a, again, uh, me liking two-way players, uh, RJ just has that little bit 
on Yo, Ja Morant when you, it comes bro. to defense. I've seen, when I watched Ja Morant, speaking of Ja Morant, the other, his last game, his off-ball defense is terrible. Oh, my goodness. And and, and we already dealing with Moutier, Dennis oh. Jr., point guards who can't defend that well. I don't need another point guard who can't defend that well. Hey, Kyrie, I'll take him, but I, I don't need that right now. I give you a trait that I like from RJ that I noticed from high school, his dog mentality. I, RJ, right, he has a championship in every level he played, middle yeah. school, championship, high school, senior year, championship, um, Gatorade player of the year. Um, I watched him drop 38 points against the in the U under-19 tournaments. Against Cam Reddish and those guys, and he dropped 38 on them and won the chip. It's just that dog mentality. People say RJ is not a great defender. I guess when he's with Zion, Zion just motivates him to defend. But I could see a guy who could defend multiple positions. I see a guy who can guard the one, guard the two, guard the three possibly could guard the four, but I like him at the shooting guard position. I don't know if you could I don't know if you could put him as small forward. I wouldn't want him as my small forward, but I like him at the shooting guard position. The guy averages 20 23 points per game, most points by a Duke freshman ever. Um most points ever for Duke yeah. freshman. Yeah. First two games of the tournament. It, the kid is a stud, man. And he can rebound too. That's another thing what I like about um RJ Barrett. The kid can oh, rebound. Yeah. The kid got guts. Um, he wants it at the end of the game. Even though they lost to Gonzaga earlier this year, I noticed the guy who wanted it. He kept going for it. He was missing, but he wanted it. And I use you you read a lot of these blogs and chats. You know, a lot of people, Nick fans are very opinionated, right? So you see these people, oh, R.J. Barrett is just a taller oh, yes. uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. He reminds me of Tim Hardaway. First of all, R.J. Barrett plays stronger. He plays tougher. And he passes, he has good vision, even though he's yes. tunnel vision sometimes, like my boy Isozo. But he has good vision. And I think he, yeah. him, like a guy like Zion, is going to usher in the new age guard, prototypical guard. We got a guard who could do it all. The, uh, uh, you could tell. And another thing, oh, yeah. it's just, yeah. his rebounding strikes me the most. He had 15 rebounds, though, I, I, in one of them tournament games. It, it, I, I really like RJ, man. It, any other year, he would be fighting for the number one pick. It's just this year, just Zion just blows him out the water. But I, I like RJ, man. I like RJ. What you, what you like about RJ? <laughs> I was just going to mention too at the start. Of, I'm pretty sure at the start of the year he was he, actually he ahead was, of Zion in the in the rankings. He was, he was actually, yeah. And um, I also got to agree with the rebound. I mean, I, I've seen that kid in games, and he's just a rebounding. Wherever yeah, that ball right is, there. he he's right there. You know, like he he gives me the impression that he's he's got uh, Kobe's mentality as well. Like he's got that. Killer instinct. He wants to come out and win. Yeah. He does. He doesn't like to lose. Um, 
The interesting tidbit, actually, that I could add with with RJ Barrett, and it actually blew my mind the other day, is who his Nash. godfather yep. is in uh, Steve Nash. <laughs> yep, yep. We all know how good of a player Steve Nash was in, in his prime. And, uh, I mean, if Steve, Steve can uh, offer any any advice or, or even, um, you know, I'm pretty sure they, yeah. they actually train together too at times. Uh Rub off an AJ, and and we could be, you know, maybe seeing a bit of Steve Nash in RJ Barry. I I seen the, I seen you seen the episode on ESPN when um Steve Nash went to visit him in college. Yeah, I I've seen it. Yes, I, yeah, I, I just yeah. Like um RJ Barry's demeanor. He oh he's a dog, man. He wants it, man. And Nick Nick fans, you gotta understand. Yeah. The Knicks is not drafting a point guard. No matter how much people want John Moran, the main reason Nick fans is used to veteran point guards, point guards who could who understands the game. If you're getting Kevin Durant, if you're looking at Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant is not coming here to play with John Moran at all. <laughs> get it out your brain, get it out your mind. He's not winning a championship with a John Moran, but. If you pick up a guy like RJ, slide him to the two. Pick up a guy like Kyrie, you slide him to the one. But in that scenario, we would have to – I think the Knicks would most likely will have to trade for a four. We will have to trade for a four. Now, I don't want to do it because I don't think Kevin Durant would want to play the four full time. And Kevin Knox is just not ready to play the four. When they put him at the four certain times this year, he just got abused, man. He got abused. He, he's, he's going to take some time for him. But. I was going to say, I think Kevin Kevin Knox. Now, I have this feeling he he could uh, he could get to six ten, six eleven. I mean, the kid kid's not finished not, growing yet, obviously. Uh, so I would, I would say maybe like keep him at small forward for the moment. But once he fills out more and, and say he gets to the 6'10", 6'11", mark, that's when I'd start looking at uh, uh, moving him possibly into power forward because he is going to have that big frame. He is going to be able to eventually, you know, match it with other fours. Yeah. Um, once he gets, gets to that height, puts on the weight. And I was kind of glad that uh, when, when Fisdale was a little bit concerned at his rebounding numbers earlier in the season, that he did move him into the four to get his rebounding numbers up for a bit, which was working yeah. there with when it comes to rebounding. Uh, exactly, exactly. And, I mean, I, I've seen so many stories on him. I've, I've read uh, interviews with um, his coach from Kentucky, Um and even he said himself, like, he, he could see uh, the minute you get him involved and you keep him involved and you keep his mind on the task at hand, he's very, very good. Um, and he's going to get better at that as he matures, as he gets older. Oh, you, you can see that. When, when he's locked in, yeah. he's locked yeah. in. I, I agree. I agree. It, Kevin Knox does wander, but he comes from a strong military family. So I, I, I believe yeah. the motor will get there. It will get there. It just takes time. Like, for example, Tobias Harris, Tobias Harris. His first few exactly. Years, exactly. He, he wasn't really that good. He was okay, but he wasn't really that good. Yeah. He now he's really he wasn't good. where he was. 
Yeah, ne- like nowadays, Tobias Harris. I mean, I, I I would have him up there as possibly in the in the top ten power forwards in the NBA right now. I mean, he worked so hard on his game. I mean, he he never used to have a three point shot. Never, and never. He, he he developed yeah. that shot. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's developed his game over over years, and and I'm quite happy with the progress that he actually made. I, I, I would not have imagined a few years ago witnessing the player we witness today back then. I agree. <laughs> I definitely agree. I definitely agree. All right. We got number two down pat. Now, here's where things get a little tricky. Now, who's your number three? Well, number three. Now, this is this is uh, just based on I, I moved him out of the two spot, but I would have number three as as Ja Morant. Obviously, uh, I've played his college games uh, on on off offense. I'm just speaking purely on offense. Um, I mean, I watched the game, uh, not the last game, the one before that is against Syracuse. And um, I'd, I'd, I'd seen a few highlight videos and that of him, and I thought, okay, yeah, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And then I went, I watched the whole game against Syracuse, and I saw the he's passing. Nothing and, like uh, Russell Westbrook. <laughs> oh no, he is totally different. Don't get me wrong; he can dunk like Westbrook, but just his IQ, his his vision, his passing. I don't think I've seen that vision and passing in a college kid for quite a long time. Like, the the passing was just phenomenal. The vision was just phenomenal. Yeah, I agree. Um, John Morant, love him as a player. Um, 25 points per game, 10 assists. First player, first college player to ever do that in college basketball history. Um, John Morant, here's my issue with John Morant. I have two issues with John Morant. My first issue is the shooting form. His shooting form, he yes. has a hitch where both of his elbows is out to the sides. And it, it kind of reminds me of Dennis Schroeder's shooting form, which took about like two, three years for him to perfect it, for him to get his three-point shot percentage up. That's one. And my second beef with John Morant is just his size, 6'3", 175 yeah. pounds. His wingspan, he's not he's, he don't have long arms. I'm all about, you know, the the players' wingspan, size, and, and and what they could do on the court. Um, that's those two things just really aggravates me about John Morant. But he's he's going to be a, a great player. He's going to be a great player. Um Oh yeah. But, I have to agree with with with, with his uh, with his weight and his size too. With on you on with that one, um, he is quite light. He's he's quite small. Um, I think he might find that his first season's going to be very similar to De'Aaron Fox's, where he just gets knocked around a bit um, because he's so light and that. Um, he, he's definitely going to have to pack on on the beach. Yeah, he definitely, <laughs> he definitely is. Man. He's definitely going to have to get stronger. <laughs> 175 pounds. Oh, I mean, Jesus. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I could see him if, if he follows a similar nutrition and, and, and follows a similar pattern to De'Aaron Fox. I could probably see him having a better second season than, than a first season because of how yeah. light he is. I, 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 mean, I, I like that. Um, 
I mean, you, I mean, you look at De'Aaron Fox. I mean, he was talked up during the draft. Uh, he was looked, oh, this, this kid's going to be brilliant. And then his first season, you know, was kind of, let's forget that. Let's, you know, he, he didn't play up to where we thought he was going to play up standard-wise. And I think that had more to do with how light he was, how skinny he was and that. And then he worked in the off-season. And then you look at oh, him this man. year. He's nearly been just oh, a string guy. <laughs> oh, my God. When he came to – was it when he came to New York or did when New York went to Sacramento? And he just – him and Dennis Smith was going at it, but you could just tell Fox was just on another level. Like, he – Fox is the real <laughs> – it's so real for De'Aaron Fox. The Knicks tried to trade Chris Porzingis for him last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, yeah. I, Fox is a stud, man. Um, but I have to – this is the first disagreement we got because my third player <laughs> is not John Moran. I don't even have John Moran in my top five, honestly. I know some people are going, what cool, the hell are you cool. talking about, Slizzy? I, I, I don't have him in my top five because I'm focused on straight wing players and, and certain type of guards. Um, personal opinion, but yeah. my third guy – to me, is Cam Reddish. Now, Cam Reddish is okay. terrible at times um, during the season. Um, he's still shooting 33% from three. But I don't know if anybody ever really talks about this, but Cam Reddish played about 70% point guard when he was in high school. Um, Coach Calipari yeah. had him playing point guard for certain tournaments. Um, Coach K, I believe, had him playing point guard in certain tournaments. When I went to the Jordan Brand Classic, Cam Reddish was bringing the ball up as a point guard. So what I'm trying to get at is Duke runs the office through Trey Jones and R.J. Barrett. I don't believe Cam Reddish is a spot-up shooter, but that's the that's where they have him, you know, playing right now. Um, Cam Reddish yeah. has shown he is clutch. In the last five minutes of games, it, within five points this year, he's six up, six for eleven behind the arc. Shot a key shot against Louisville, Florida State, Texas Tech. Um, I seen him shoot a game winner. I just love I, I, what I like most about him. He he defends. Um, six foot nine. He's actually taller than Zion and R.J. Barrett. Six foot nine, seven foot one wingspan. Yeah. Um, the kid could get bigger. You hear a lot of people say, "Oh, he's like uh, he's like Kevin Knox. He's nothing like Kevin Knox. They're two different type of players." I compared Cam Reddish to Danny Granger. That's who he reminds me of. Danny Granger when he first coming up yeah. in the league, you know, prototypical three and D guy, just taller than for the average position. Um, I really like his switchability. Um, you could switch him on to guards, small forward, power forwards. Um, I just like Cam Reddish overall. I like his potential. I'm banking off potential here. I'm banking off what he can do five years from now rather than him immediately going to the NBA and, you know, stepping in and competing. With, with, yeah. Reddish, with Reddish, I was going to say, uh, with his size and that, now, of course, we haven't seen this for a long time and Ben Simmons is kind of doing it, but could you see him possibly – 
being a la, like a Magic Johnson, a six nine I, point guard. I, I I can't. It might sound like blasphemous, and Stephen A. Smith was saying it would sound crazy, but I, I can see oh, yeah. I can see him playing point guard because I've seen it before. I've seen yeah. it in the Jordan Brand Classic. I've seen it. You you could go to YouTube. You could watch the tapes. The kid can make plays. It's just I don't know whether it's just. Coach K, the way he's running the offense, but I know he's not getting the ball enough. So, no, he gets in the NBA and you can't crowd the paint. It's no three. Is you know that's when you'll see his game flourish. But that's what I like about um, Cam Reddish. Let's get into yep. number four. Yep. Who's your fourth guy? Okay, fourth guy here. Well, I'm going out on a limb, and I'm going to go with a Jarrett Culver. <laughs> oh, he's been a hot topic, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've watched uh, watched him at Texas Tech. Um, good scorer, uh, good good wing defender. Um, he can pretty much shoot from anywhere. Um, you know, I have seen a few bad games from him where he where he, you know he has been a little bit like Knox. And uh, can get a little bit disinterested in that, but um, he he's just another player that I've looked at. He's flying under the radar a little bit, but um, he's got game, and um, I think he would be perfect. I mean, he I've seen him play shooting guard and small forward. A lot of people are questioning too uh, about his size, whether whether he's actually taller than what they list him at. I think he is. Um, I think he is. Yeah, same here. He, he does look like it. Um, but yeah, I mean, he—he's another, I'd say, safe pick. Um, he looks NBA ready to me via the eye test, um, and yeah, he—he he has been balling lately. Like uh, I think the other day he got uh, was it twenty something points. Yeah, um, he, he's a dog, like, man. He's a dog. Oh yeah. It, the first game in the NCAA tournament, he had um, he had twenty nine and eight. <laughs> Yeah, on um, big, 12, yeah. big twelve player of the year in his sophomore season, eighteen points a game, six point five rebounds per game. Uh, it's funny because we agree on that too. It's just the John Morant thing we don't agree on for number three, but number four, I I had Jared Culver as well. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> what else you know about this guy, man? Yeah, well, um, you know, he, he, you get him on. Defense and you get him locked in. I have um, I've witnessed quite a few games this season where you know he's very very hard to get around. Like he's got a good quick first step too on on both ends. Um, so it's hard to try and even stay in front of him sometimes when he's locked in. Um, you know I, I wouldn't say he he's as good as a defender as, as another prospect who's more known for his defense in in DeAndre Hunter. But um, he, he could get there. I, I could see this guy turning into a, a bit of a Clay Thompson-esque uh, type style of player. Um, you know, whereas Clay Thompson, he, he's very good on defense. Um, some people may put him ahead of Kawhi in defense. Yeah. Some people might say that Kawhi is better. But, um, I mean, if Jarrett Culver can, can become a Clay Thompson type of player, that that's a very dangerous player in this league and, and a player that – Top player, sorry, that every team kind of needs. Yeah, I agree. Um, I definitely agree. Culver, you know, as we all both know, he's a sophomore now. Um, the guy, 
I, I just like that he can score on all three levels. Very talented, play well rounded. Yeah. He wants to defend. Um, an ideal team that where, where I would like to see him go in the draft is Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks. But I'm not going to give yeah. him no tidbits, yeah. though. <laughs> but if the Knicks <laughs> so happen, if he's just so happy to get the fourth or fifth pick, I'm still not trading it. I'll take Jared Culver with a smile. Um, the kid comes to yeah. defend. Um, he's the team lead. He leads his team in three-pointers made. Um, a lot of people call him a shorter Wilson Chandler, versatile, a Paul George, Tobias Harris type. But I like Jared Culver. I like what he brings to the game. Um, he's, I, I like what, I like, I like his style, man. Uh, that's number four. I guess yeah. we both agree on that. Um, the fifth and final guy. Who's your fifth guy? All right. Well, uh, now this is an interesting one because I have been talking about this guy for a while now. And, um, I, I mean, he could be a bit of a reach this high, but at the same time, I, I do see this this kid as, as a top 10 prospect just purely based on, on on what I've witnessed talent alone, and that has to be Kevin Porter Jr. <laughs> it's funny, before you go into Kevin Porter Jr., Ray, I've been watching his YouTube. I watched the YouTube clip he sent me today. That boy jumps out the gym, first of all. But I remember watching his YouTube clips, like, last year when he was a sophomore in school. Junior, yeah, and people was telling me that this guy could go high as number five in this draft. Even before the season started, he was labeled as a top five pick. So, yeah, yeah explain to me about Kevin Porter Jr., please. Okay, Kevin Porter Jr., well, I, I've been high on this kid uh, all, all this season. Um, I've caught a lot of his games for, for USC there, and um, yeah, he's, he's, he's got game. I mean... Uh, you know, as you would have probably noticed in the in the highlight video I sent you, I mean, like this, he's doing economy of, and it was very. He was yo, bro. Yo, bro, real quick. No look. And um, oh, bro, you could hold on, bro. Yeah, like repeat that. Like go back a couple more sentences, real quick, to repeat that for the people. Sorry, it, it was breaking up a little. Oh yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, well, his his step back jumper is, is very reminds me of very James Harden esque. Um, he's very very good at it. Uh, you know, uh, as you would have noticed in the in the video I sent through to you, uh, he, he he takes that shot. He's so comfortable with that shot. Um, his ball handling, he, he's, he's got very underrated passing skills. I mean, quite a few games I've seen no-look bounce part that just hit the mark every single time. Um, he's great on defense. Uh, he can block shots. He can, he can get up there. Uh, again, can shoot from all three levels, I believe. I've seen him with beautiful outside shot. He, his his three-point shot's just as smooth, in my opinion, as, as Mitchell Robinson's. <laughs> Three-point shot. Oh, we haven't seen But um, this this kid, he's, he's going unnoticed. He's, he's not being talked about a lot, but I believe he's got the skills and talent, even currently, 
to be talked about as a top five prospect. Um, he just jumps out off the board at me, uh, you know, in, in many ways. Uh, he's got a nice all-round game. Um, he's he, he can get around people quite easily. He's got a good, quick first step. Um, yeah, I really, I really like this kid. Um, you know, he could get get to the get to the paint. Um, there's there's not a lot he can't do. Mm. I I like that. I like man. I, what I'm gonna do tonight? I'm gonna go watch more tape on this guy because you're not the only person who said, "Yo, if we trade Frank Nicolino, if we get a you know another draft pick in the first round, let's go get Kevin Porter Jr." For me, I would like Nazir Little with that second pick, but. I could see us I, – I for sure think the Knicks is going to get another first-round pick in this draft. I, 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 I'm I, for sure about that. I think so. So, I, I, I like Brandon – I mean, I like um Kevin Porter Jr. My fifth guy is different, though. My fifth guy is Brandon Clark from Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah. Oh, this yeah. is a beast. <laughs> when, when I watch – the, um, when I watched a second round win, right, against Baylor, and this kid went for 36 points, 15 of 18 shooting, he just dominated Baylor all across the board. And that made me fall in love with him. So I said, you know what? Let me go watch some film on The kid's got – he got hands. Um, He's 6'8", 215 right now, but long wingspan, 7'2". In 35 games – Oh, nice. Right? He's blocked more shots, 107, than missed field goals, which is 105. So you can tell a kid can defend. And my, my comparison for Brandon Clark was Sean Marion. Um, you know, just I can see he, springy. Um, he's got a three-point shot. He's still working on it. Great defender. I, great, great defender. Besides Zion Williamson, this guy wants to defend. You can see it every play. Uh, you like he works yeah. hard, and he's the engine to Gonzaga. So I I say I, I like Brandon Clark. Just in case if we don't get a chance to you know draft Zion Williamson, I would love Brandon Clark on this team. The kid's averaging seventeen points, yeah. eight rebounds, three blocks a game this season, and. You know, it, it, it's it's more for us to work with there it, when he gets to the NBA. Um, don't get me wrong. The kid is 22. He still probably has some growing to do. His only weakness is probably three-point shooting, which is 28%. But let's think about it like this, people. DeMarcus Cousins didn't shoot a three until probably his third, fourth season in the league. So I don't care about the shooting percentages from bigs when coming out of college. I don't know how you view it, but I don't really take it into consideration. So, no, not with, not with Biggs. You're not with Biggs. I mean, you know, as everyone knows too, Biggs can take a little bit longer to develop than most other positions as well. Yep, you're right about that. You're definitely right about that. So, uh, and I'd have to agree with you with the Brandon Clark. I was just trying to envision then. Could you imagine him and and Mitch oh. Money Mitch on oh. the same team? Oh, oh, how you get to the paint? Oh my goodness! Everything, every draft pick that we're looking at this season, I'm just thinking about who could fit with Mitchell Robinson. That's that's who I'm caring about. (laughs) And and, and, exactly because right, 
Right now, uh, you know, look, I have to agree with you. Money Mitch is, is the centerpiece at the moment. You know, like out of all our young guys on the roster, he he's shown the most legitimate yeah. promise. Yeah. I mean, the, the kid is just the kid is just unbelievable. Um, pray, 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 pray. school game when I was in with his jumper and monster yeah oh yo bro hey hey bro you you could go back one and, day at least I'm sorry bro yeah again sorry you gotta repeat that you gotta repeat that again for me <laughs> I've been I've been very high on on Mitchell Robinson since high school, and uh, you know with with his slight jumper he had there, and and a bit of a hook shot, and just his smooth three point shot. I'm sitting there going, if this translates with that blocking and that rebounding, oh my he is going to he, be a monster in the NBA. I can't, I can't wait for next season to watch Mitch, man. If if the Pelicans was the yeah. dead call, and, and, Scott Perry better hang up that phone so fast. <laughs> Or oh, just let it ring, bro. Oh yeah. <laughs> just let it ring. You know, oh yeah. A lot of people might 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 laugh at me for this statement, but because because I have watched a lot of footage on him, and then of course seen him in NBA game, but I I could really see him becoming an Anthony Davis type player. Like this kid has more game than what he's shown off in the NBA or what he's been able to show off. And um, I think we talked about this once before. I think this season they just wanted to get yeah, and lock down exactly the, the defensive fundamentals yep. with Mitch. Exactly. And I just have this feeling we're all going to see a completely different Mitchell next season because, you know, as has been mentioned recently, he's been staying back in practice and, and practicing on his three-point shooting and that. I mean, he can open up the floor and become a stretch five like, <laughs> oh this this league isn't going to know what's going to hit him when he, when he gets to that level. Don't let Zion Williamson with Kevin Durant with that guy. That a lot of people going to be mad. Oh. <laughs> a lot of people going to be mad. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to envision. I'm, I'm just trying to envision, bro. Like, uh, I mean, if we manage to get Zion and if we manage to sign Kevin Durant and – Kevin Knox gets to the 6'10", 6'11 size that I'm thinking he could get. Mitchell then starts filling out and then oh brings out God. the rest Kevin of his Durant game. Just those four two. guys. He's going to have to play the two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Play the two bro. He would be one of the tallest. <laughs> He'd be one of the... But uh, those four guys with their length and, and just their ability, I mean, oh my God. good and God, then, any team trying to take that team on. Freer and Dotson and DeAndre Jordan just coming off the bench with a Dennis Smith Jr. Oh, my goodness. You might have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, man, I might have a heart attack. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> yeah, pure, sorry, the pure sir. energy. The pure right. energy. So, I don't, I don't think we need to talk about oh, the roster man. segment. I, I think we good. I, I like that we talked about the draft prospects because I've been one 
to come out with something, but I did not want to come out with this episode without you joining me. That's for sure, for sure. So, what, what, bro, bro, what's up with that? Can we do another one next week, Tuesday, for the people? All right. right. Oh, yeah. I'm up for that. Tune in next week. I got a new, thank God, I got a new host. My guy, Mr. Mookie Mitchell, State of the New York Knicks podcast. I appreciate everybody tuning in. Mitch, Mr. Mitch, you got anything else you want to say to people, man, before we get out of here? Yeah, I'd just like to say thank, thanks for listening to the podcast, people. All Knicks fans, much love, much love. And uh, let's all get ready and look for the yes, look forward yes, to the draft all next right, season. Man. Mitch, I'm out of here. I appreciate talking to you, man. We get, for the people, we're coming out with another podcast next Tuesday, episode 25. I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about, but we're going to get a topic together. <laughs> but most definitely, I appreciate the love and support from everybody. <laughs> to my God, Mr. Mitch, this is Slizzy, and we out. Peace.